Hello and welcome back to Parked Car Combos. I'm your host, Maddie Mitchell. How are you guys? I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm recording this on a lovely Tuesday morning. It's 1145. Um, I don't know why I'm like describing in detail where I am and what's going on, but I'm in my dining room. Uh, Couldn't record in the car again today because even though it's not just like deathly hot outside it is raining and I think that that would also kind of impede the sound quality a little bit so here I am indoors unfortunately but it's fine we're gonna push through we'll eventually I will be in the car at some point don't worry um so today I kind of wanted to do a little story time which is in the same vein of like get to know me because it's like it, it's providing some some useful background, I think, um, into my life. It's um it's the story of how I got fired from my nine to five. I had a nine to five that I worked for two and a half months, and I was I was not fired. Okay, I was let go. I just think fired sounds more dramatic. It also definitely makes me sound a lot worse. But I think that's just a risk I'm willing to take at this point. But I wanted to tell this story because I like briefly mentioned it on TikTok a few times and some people were asking what happened and by some people I mean like two two people. So this is really for them, but it's an entertaining story nonetheless. So um, yeah, I made a TikTok the day it happened. Uh, it was a nice Monday afternoon and I said, I know um, a lot of us don't get hired for a job because we don't have enough experience, but have you ever been fired from a job because you don't have enough experience? Um, and and that's what happened to me. Um, so I just kind of wanted to get into it because a lot of people were like, what? What does that mean? How does that happen? And so this is, this is what it means and this is how it happened. Um, also, a quick little plug, if you don't follow me on TikTok, my username is mad underscore Mitch, and you should follow me on there because I'm undoubtedly the funniest on that app. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get into the story of why I'm unemployed once again and still living in my parents' house. So it all started last year when I graduated from college in the middle of a pandemic. Anyone who graduated in 2020, <laughs> I feel for you. Uh, we're all in the same boat. Um, that was terrible. I applied for jobs, uh, the very few amount of jobs that were still, you know, that were being posted because a lot of places were on hiring freezes. So I was unemployed for quite some time, you could say. That's actually kind of an understatement. I was really unemployed. Um, it was fine. I was doing some like little things here and there, babysitting, tutoring, you know, just doing what I could to, you know, do something to occupy my time. But obviously none of it was like, able to sustain me it was just it was literally just a way to pass time but then um you know as we got into the spring I also for for reference I worked two temp jobs uh between last year and this year so in the last year thank you Maddie really good way with words but um I worked two temp jobs and I got laid off from both of those because of COVID and, you know, they couldn't afford temps and to do what they needed to do. It just wasn't worth it. So that was fun. So I was already going into the, (laughs) into, you know, working just with like a really great frame of mind. Like, oh, you're so disposable. They will let you go at any given second because you don't matter. I don't know. Maybe I accidentally manifested this, but (laughs) that's besides the point. So it was in the spring. And at this point I had been laid off from my temp job, I think in February. So I had been unemployed like all of March and all of April, just looking for jobs. And I was getting to this point where I could tell that my parents kind of hated me. You know, they were like literally do something. Um, and I, I didn't work like I wanted to at some point get a job just like hostessing at a, at a restaurant or, you know, a retail job or something like that. Uh, but then I was like awkward cause I didn't want to get one of those jobs and then literally get like an actual nine to five, like the next day, which obviously wasn't going to happen, but you know what I mean? I was like, this is so weird. I don't want to go through the trouble of getting a job, just have to quit it like the next week. If I, on the off chance somehow landed a job. So basically what I'm saying is I was unemployed and had no goals, goals in life. I was applying to jobs relentlessly. And I know so many people that are like my age can understand that. Like it is so draining to do that to yourself, to just like wake up in the morning, go apply for jobs, hear nothing back from any of these companies. Like, and at the same time, I'm also like, is this even what I want to do? I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, it was just like kind of an existential crisis day in and day out. Right. 
And it was like the only thing I could do to like feel productive was to apply to jobs, which is just really bad for your mental health, but it's fine. So then um, I eventually got two job interviews and one was for the company that I worked for and one was for this other company. And immediately the other interview I had was just like so bad. I was like, I would literally cry if I got this job. Like I was bored to tears in the interview. So that's when you know, but, um, and at this point also for background, I have a degree in marketing, um, and I minored in English. I'm way more interested in English, but because of the trajectory of our economy, I, I did major in, uh, marketing, unfortunately, but it's, it's, it's whatever. I, I digress again. Um, so I was basically applying to all jobs in marketing. The only thing that I was really interested in was social media marketing. That's what I felt like I'm good at because I spend so much time on it. Um, and I, I just, that's the only thing that really excites me to be honest with you, but I wasn't just applying to social media jobs. I was applying to like, literally if it had marketing in the title, I was applying to it. You know what I mean? So, um, I get this other interview at this, company and it's a completely remote position which I wanted because at the time I was trying to plan me relocating to a completely different area and that would have been so much easier if I had a remote job that I could just kind of pack up and take with me right rather than like working a job in in office now and then having to then like quit it and find another job where I'm going like I just thought it'd be so much easier to find a remote job so I had obviously applied for this job. And like I said, I was applying to every single job. So I, I like when I got this interview, I was like, what job even is this? I don't even know. I don't remember applying to this. Like I, it was, I think I blacked out during the whole process, you know? So, um, it was, it was like a junior account manager job for digital, digital marketing. And, um, I obviously have no account manager position, uh, what's the word experience I have no account manager experience because duh I'm 23 I just graduated college last year how on earth could I have account manager position I mean oh my god why can't I say that word experience you understand you get what I'm saying and I'm sure also for anyone in my position who was like a recent college grad the most discouraging thing was all of the jobs that I would come across that were like entry level or like were supposed to be for recent grads also required three to five years of experience which is fucking insane it makes literally no sense at all. So that was just really frustrating. But this job in particular required no experience. Riddle me that. That's so interesting. And that will come into play later. Red flag number one, ladies and gentlemen. So basically I get into this, um, I have this interview with this company and I'm, I don't really have, I don't know if I really had high hopes. I was just kind of like, oh, this is my first interview in a while. Like I was excited about that, but I wasn't excited about the job. You know what I mean? So I have this interview. The first one was just a phone interview and it was just with their HR person. Uh, It was just like very like basic. She was just kind of like seeing who I was. Like I just, I guess just like validating that I like graduated college and you know, that a remote job would be fine. Like kind of just all the basic things. We didn't really get into like my experience or anything like that. So then she was like, okay, great. Like I'll definitely push you forward to, um, like your first official interview, I guess with, you know, one of these women who worked at this company. And this was a super, super small, um, agency. And so then I had my next interview with one of the women who ended up like really training me when I had this job and she was super nice. And, um, yeah, uh, the interview process was like fine. It was very, like official, which I remember being kind of confused because I'm like, this company is like so small, but I felt like I was interviewing for like a super big corporation, which is just unnerving and like scary, but whatever. So, um, and obviously it's remote. So I'm just like doing it literally in the exact same chair that I'm sitting in right now. Um, and she was really nice, but there was a few more red flags and anyone who has a narcissist boss will understand this. Um, she kept talking about the president of our company who was the founder of this company and again like president kind of a loose term when you have like eight employees you know what I mean like she was the boss so she will from now on be referred to as the boss right and this woman who was interviewing me kept talking about the boss and she was like oh she is just so busy she's our star she's amazing and it was very almost mm, dare I say culty you know what I mean like she was really just putting um their boss on a pedestal and I remember thinking it was just so odd and obviously like you want to work at a company where you 
like your boss and where you think your boss is super talented and you can learn a lot from them. And like, I get it, but this was just coming across in a very weird way, right? So that was, dare I say, red flag number two. And I remember thinking it was odd, but I kind of pushed past it because like this lady was nice and um, I was coming up with good answers. Like I felt like the interview actually went really well, which is like kind of shocking for me because I usually just like panic. Um, so it was kind of all good. It was kind of all hunky dory. And then she was like, okay, so the next step is you would have an interview with so-and-so who was just another woman at the company who was like a little bit higher up than this lady was. And I was like, okay, great. So then I got that that next interview and again she was super nice um this was not the boss this was someone else she was super nice she was like probably in her 30s like just really again it was very official very kind of like scary and intimidating and it felt like like for what like for what reason is it like this for why but um this interview was a little interesting because I was bamboozled she basically started quizzing me on all social media platforms and like what the target audience would be what you could do with different brands in terms of like like what you would use each platform for basically and that was interesting to me because this role was kind of branded to be super social media heavy, which is great because that's what I was interested in. And at this point I was like, even if I don't like this job, at least I'll be getting more social media experience. So like, that's great. And based off of this interview, I was like, oh wow, this is clearly going to be really social media heavy. Like literally we spent the entire 30 minutes of her just being like, okay, so then Pinterest, what do you think we would do with that? And obviously, like, I know what you use these apps for. Like, I studied this in college and I use them every day. Oh, sorry. There was a motorcycle. It was so loud. Um, So I'm just, I'm like answering your questions. Again, I'm doing really good. Not to toot my own horn, but I was. And so then I'm kind of like, wow, this is actually great. Like, I'm really cruising through this interview process. But keep in mind, this is the longest process ever. Like, each interview was a week apart, starting with that phone interview that I had that was like meaningless. So it really did drag on. And considering this was my only like actual prospect at the time, it was kind of just like, oh my God, can I either get this job or not? Because like I need to move on with my life. So then comes the big interview with dun 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 the boss and I was this interview fun fact actually got rescheduled twice for like because of her obviously I I had nothing to do um and she had to reschedule it twice which like come to find out after like knowing her as a person I'm like this is actually very on brand for you um because you're so busy but whatever so I obviously rolled with the punches I was like okay great like kept rescheduling it was fine so then I finally have this interview with her and I'll never forget she's like in a hotel room eating a snack just being like very unprofesh and not even like not like I'm like a stickler for that like I don't that doesn't you I feel like if you like I don't care right I don't care but she was just being like oh borderline like rude I don't know I just the whole thing was very off-putting especially just because of everything that I've heard about her and like I kind of already had this idea in my head so I was just like "Mm." and she asked very pretentious questions like very pretentious questions that had nothing to do with the job I can't even think of like what they were but I remember being like where the fuck did you pull this from like it definitely was some like online form for like shitty bosses that want to scare people that they're interviewing you know what I mean it was just pointless it was stupid and I hated it um that being said I obviously fucking killed it because I ended up getting the job spoiler alert but so what happened was I had been told basically after the interview process if I was like a top candidate that they would basically do a day or two where I would kind of it would be like a practice what's the word I'm looking for like kind of a trial run where I would like do a few tasks for them that would be things I would have to do um while I was working there just to kind of like see if I got the hang of it whatever which Mm, I also hated that for so many reasons because I'm like a free labor I know no thanks and b I was also like well you're gonna just like have me do tasks that I'm not trained for and like judge me off of that that seems really stupid but whatever so all of a sudden though I'm thinking I'm waiting for this email of like okay Maddie like you did great like we want to have a few trial days with you like give us some days and time so that's what I'm waiting for right so imagine my surprise when I'm out shopping one day with my mom and I get an email with a job offer. I'm like, wait, what? I did we skip a step? I'm so confused. 
And uh, again, I want to paint the scene. I'm standing shopping with my mom. I get an email on my phone. It, it is April at this point. So it's been almost one full year since I've graduated college, undergrad, and um, I'm getting my first full-time job offer. You would think that the vibes would be electric. Am I correct? Like you would think I would be jumping up and down. I'd be ecstatic. I'd be so happy. I'd be like, oh my God, yay, I'm finally not unemployed. This is so exciting. Like being unemployed would become my identity a little bit. Um, and so at this point, I'm like, oh my God, like I should be jumping up and down, correct? No, I was actually holding back tears. I don't know why. I don't know why. I guess you could call it intuition. And that was red flag number three. But I also have to say that I think a big part of why my intuition was so like about the whole thing was because I had done a little bit of research on this company. And if you guys are looking for jobs right now, or if you will ever be looking for jobs again, which I'm sure I'm sure you will, um, please, 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 please read the reviews on Glassdoor. I didn't know this was a thing until I was looking at this company on Glassdoor, but basically old employees can write reviews about the company. And you know what? There's something that I did learn in my statistics class in college. And that is that people will only either write reviews if they were really, really happy with the service that they got at a place or with the job that they worked at a company or if they really fucking hated it. And that makes total sense because if you had a a neutral experience, what the hell are you going to write? It was fine. Three stars. Like, you know what I mean? So with that in mind, it's some kind of bias. I forget what it's called. But with that in mind, I went through these reviews. And for a company that had eight employees at the time when I joined, you would think, wow, that's actually shocking that they would have any reviews, right? Because employee turnover must have been really bad if if this many people were writing reviews. And there was like 20 something reviews. So that alone, I was like, wow, there's been a lot of people that have come and gone from this company. And you would think with like kind of like a small little agency that people would stick around for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like with companies like that, I feel like it's like, oh, then we became family and it was great and whatever. Um, Yeah, that was clearly not the case here. And the reviews were just freaking terrible. They were really terrible. It was all people shitting on the boss, all people saying that the boss was so full of herself and narcissistic and condescending and rude to everyone and expected everyone to read her mind and blah, 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 blah. And so now that I had read that and then I had also had had interviewed with the boss, so I like kind of had a feeling for what she was like, um, everything just kind of like made sense. So then to get this job offer after seeing that 20 people... all the reviews were bad. They had like a two star average on this, which is like kind of unheard of. Um, and they had like one good review and that was written from a current employee, it said. So obviously someone that works there like went on to try and boost their score. But literally every single comment, I mean, every single review was like overwhelmingly negative. Like I, I wish I could like read them to you. Actually, I probably can at some point. Maybe I'll post them on the Instagram, but um, they were just so bad. So eventually I tell my mom, I didn't even tell my mom when I first got the email, which is like, again, crazy. I'm standing next to her in a store. We're looking at shoes. And I didn't even tell my mom who had been up my freaking ass about this with peace and love. Like she deserved to be like, it was fine, but she had been up my ass about me getting a job, obviously, because she's like, dude, what are we doing here? Um, and so that would have been, that should have been the first thing that I did was like, oh my God, mom, guess what? Like I got a job and it was not, which again, intuition. Oh, I forgot to say red flag. Number four was definitely looking at the glass door reviews because those were just foul. Um, but I was trying to be mature. I was trying to kind of come into my own as an adult human and be like, you know what? These reviews could have been from employees who were maybe just really fucking shitty. Maybe they were bad at their job. Maybe they were not hard workers. They were lazy. And then the boss got mad at them. That makes total sense, you know? And you have to take those things into consideration, obviously. If there's like a couple bad reviews, you can be like, okay, well, there could have been a couple bad employees that like deserved what happened to them. You know what I mean? But overwhelmingly, since so many of them were bad, I was kind of like, "Mm, that doesn't seem like the case, but I was really trying to shove it out of my mind because I basically had to take this job. I didn't have any other prospects at all. I had gotten no other interviews at any other places. Like I hadn't heard back from anyone else. And this job was in many ways exactly what I wanted. It was a marketing job, which was good for me at this point in time. 
Um, and it was a remote job, fully remote. Like they were never going back into the office. So that was great for me as well with relocating and all that. So I really did have to take this job and I needed, I needed money. I was fucking broke. Um, so that was like good. It was good. And I really tried to convince myself of, you know, this is going to be fine, which red flag number five, if you ever have to convince yourself that something's going to be okay. Okay. Wait, mm, never mind. That sounds bad. But if you ever have to be like, no, this is a really good thing for me. Then like, it's probably not babe. It's probably not. And you probably should just like abort the ship, abort the ship jump off the ship. No, don't do that. Um, okay. Anyways. So I finally tell my mom and I'm like, wow, this is the longest forever. I'm so sorry, but I hope you guys are like into it. I don't know. Um, so I tell my mom once we got back in the car and I was like, I just showed her the email on my phone that was like, will you come join us? Like, here's a job offer. That's like literally what it said. And sketchy as fuck. I don't know. So I'm literally showing my mom. My mom starts crying because she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is like so great. I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And again, she's crying tears of joy. And I'm sitting there literally forcing, forcing like a neutral face. Like I wanted to start crying tears of sad. You know what I'm saying? And so my mom's like, aren't you excited? And I'm like, yeah, because I didn't want to like crush my mom's thunder. You know what I mean? Like she was so proud of me, so happy. I kind of had to like go along with it. So I'm like, yeah, no, this is good. This is good. And, um, and then we went out to lunch and everything. My mom was so excited. And, uh, we started talking about like, this is great. Now you can relocate. It's a remote job. Like there were so many pros to this situation. So I was really, 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 really trying to focus on those. And also I'm the type of person who's very, I very much lean towards like being super positive about things. I'm always like, no rejection is redirection and we're on the right and everything happens for a reason. So it was like the fact that I was this just like, uh, hated this and I was like depressed about it was, uh, alarming. You could say. So, um, we go out to lunch, we go home. I tell my dad, my brother, they're all like, Oh my God, this is so great. It's so great. So I was going to start, um, like a, a week after that, maybe a week and a half after that. And of course, of literal course, the day that I'm supposed to start my first ever full-time job, is the day right after my birthday. Um, which not that I was like doing anything crazy on my birthday. I just actually hated my birthday because I was so depressed that I was having to start this terrible job the next day. So red flag number six, because I was just miserable and couldn't even enjoy my birthday because I was so scared. But that's also just like me as a human being, just being like perpetually anxious. So I couldn't really tell. Um, so then, and I also, as much as I was like, so hating this job, I was like, at least it's remote. Like, I don't have to actually see these people. I can like end the zoom call, shut my laptop and then just like be fine. Like it's, I think it would be so much worse. And I still think that in hindsight that it would have been so much worse if I was in person and had to like actually deal with these people. Um, so thank God for that. Really thank God for that. But I go to start the job the next day and I remember I was literally peeing every 30 seconds because I was so nervous and I had like a Zoom. We had a daily morning Zoom meeting at 9 a.m. And that would be the time that we all got to talk to the boss and we would get to run all of our questions and concerns by her because she was literally so busy the rest of the day. It was freaking crazy how busy this woman was. And if you cannot tell by the insane amount of sarcasm in my voice, I hated that. Um, I hated it. I hated it. Like this was the type of woman who was like, <laughs> like one day this guy who we worked with, he was like notorious for like always just rolling out of bed right before this meeting. He always looked like he had just woken up because he literally had. Um, and so our boss one day was like, oh, so-and-so like you're, you're you look like you just woke up. What? You're not like me. You weren't up at five o'clock walking the dogs. She was that bitch. And everyone was like, and everyone's like, like forcing laughter. I'm just sitting there like, do you think that's funny? You cannot think that's funny. I just, ugh, I hated her so much. So I go through my first week where I'm basically just training. So I have like a bunch of zoom calls with these two other women, not the boss, these two other women who are training me. They're like really nice. They're like trying to help me with everything. The training process was stupidly overwhelming and just also stupid. Um, I basically was being taught a ton of things that I wasn't going to have to use for another month and a half. So like, how the fuck was I supposed to remember how to do everything that you were teaching me 
like a month and a half out that just made no sense to me and it's obviously super overwhelming your first week when they're like okay so you're gonna have to do these monthly marketing reports probably by the end of July you'll be doing them on your own so like pay attention I'm like what it was just it was a lot to take in my first week and then by my second week um, this is crazy. Okay. So also just some background. I was in a junior account manager. So what was supposed to happen is I was going to be taking over clients that like account managers that were working there already were currently having. And then eventually like they were basically training me on them. And then eventually I would become the sole account manager on the account. So that being said, I'm learning all of this information about like several clients and it's very overwhelming. And then also, I'm learning about it from three different account managers and they all handle their shit differently. So I'm learning like three different ways to do all these different things for these completely different clients. It was just like very sporadic. And, you know, I think if it had been a bigger company or a more like centralized company, then it would have been, you know, more bearable. But it wasn't. It was so confusing for no reason. Um, so one of the accounts that I was going to be eventually taking over was the boss's account. So there was no real account manager on it. It was just her. And that was like the client that I was the most involved in because she's so busy and I had to do everything for her, which was like fine because at least I had work to do because that was the other thing was that half the time I would have nothing to do. And I would literally ask people, I'd be like, hey, like, is there anything you need me to be working on right now? And they'd be like, no, like we're good. And so I'm like, This was, and it was so stressful because I would have to log all of my time. What do I put down? Oh my God. The time logging process literally gave me like insane bouts of anxiety because I'm like, I'm, I haven't done anything for the last two hours because no one's told me what to do. Like I've asked people, like, it's not like I was trying to go by, you know, without doing anything. I was actively trying to find things to do and no one would give me anything to do. I guess it's because they fucking hated me and I was incompetent. I'm kidding. Oh my God. So self-deprecating. Like literally I was doing my job. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea here. So then I start working on this client. We'll call it client X. And this is my boss's account, right? And, um, client X, we had, we would have weekly meetings with them. So I would be on this uh, meeting every single week and it was fine. And I like actually enjoyed it. It was like a really cool company. Um, and they were doing something really cool and I liked their products and all that. You just can't say anything. So I'm just being super vague, but it was a, it was like my coolest client by far. It was the only one I was interested in. Like all the other ones were so stupid, but I really liked client X. And so I would have to basically every single week when we would have these meetings, I'd have to take notes and then like email the client afterwards to like remind them of the things that they said they would get to us or the things they said they would do. And we, I would say like what we're going to be doing. It was just very like basic kind of like assistant, like secretary type stuff. You know what I mean? And that was fine. I didn't mind that. Um, but at the second week that I worked there, literally the second week, it was actually the Monday of the second week. So it basically the sixth day that I worked there, I got on my morning meeting and I had never done anything for client X at this point, like nothing. Right. And I get on this, I get on the meeting and the boss says in front of everyone, Maddie, where's the agenda for this, this meeting with client X. And I'm sitting there like the fuck, what does she, does she, what? She's surely talking to the wrong person. Right. And I'm like, uh, what? And luckily one of the ladies who trained me cut in and she was like, oh, like, I don't think we actually made it clear to Maddie that she was supposed to be doing that. And I was like, oh, I I didn't think that would happen yet because I wasn't on last week's meeting. I had never sat in on a meeting for this client. I didn't even know what they did. I didn't know what we did for them. How the fuck could I write an agenda for that meeting? How? How? And she called me on in front of everyone. She's being so snippy about it. She's being rude to the lady who was like standing up for me being like, um, no one told Maddie to do that. So why would you do that? Uh, which was like a common theme was like, if you stood up for yourself and tried to say, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. She just made you look and feel worse. She'd be like, well, you were. So now what? And it's just, it was just, uh, it was terrible. So that was like the first incidence where I was like, oh, I hate this. And this lady is rude. And how the fuck? Like, I can't read your mind. Like you in the thing is, is I would have been happy to try and do that. But I can't do that if you're not telling me to do it. That's not how this works. So that was the first of many, 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 many instances where she would expect 
me and other people I watched this happen to other people too to just read her mind and like figure out what she wanted and exactly the way that she wanted it done and it was that's so stressful and if you've had a boss like that you know what I'm talking about it's just like you're constantly anxious you're constantly on the edge of your seat like great now now what literally what do I do now um so yeah that was not fun but it was fine. So then I, I kind of pushed through. And even though I kept feeling like super shitty about this job, I was like, well, whatever, like I need to like, it's only been a week and a half, like keep going girl. You know what I mean? Like it'll get better once I'm like fully trained and I know what to expect. So I kept uh, telling, telling myself that and it was fine for a little bit. Like those little instances would come up, but I was still new enough where it was kind of like, I didn't feel as bad about it. I'm like, well, no one told me and I'm new. And why would I know to do that? You know what I mean? Um, and then I got to the end of May and I had my four week check-in and this was with the boss and keep in mind, the only individual time that I've spent with the boss was in these client meetings. Like I never once talked to her one-on-one ever. So this is the first time I'm having this like one-on-one experience with her and it was a doozy. It was so bad. It was literally so bad. She was uh, rude and aggressive and, um, she said it all in a very interesting way where like when we had this check-in, I honestly uh, didn't think that she was being mean or not mean, I guess, just, I don't know what the word is, um, until the end. It was one of those things where I, I was like, oh, this is like kind of going well, right? And then afterwards when I sat down and I was like really thinking back to things she had said and like processing those words, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that, where did you even get that from? Because I had never worked with her except on that one client. So like she was coming up with all this information about how I like do certain tasks wrong. And I'm like, well, why have I never received this feedback before? That makes no sense. And also I know it hasn't been things I've done for you because all I've had to do for you is take meeting notes and make the agendas. And those have always been fine. Like she's always been like, okay, thanks. So I'm like, where is this coming from? And basically (laughs) during this meeting, she tells me maybe account management is right for you and as you can imagine as someone who is hired to be an account manager that's alarming and I'm like I'm sitting there like okay like I've only been here for a month I've uh never been an account manager before and you know that like you hired me you looked at my resume I didn't have like seven years of account management experience duh um so that was really scary to me but she made it sound very much like hey, even if account management isn't right for you, we'll try and find something that is. Like we'll find something you're really good at and then maybe we can even like make a position around that, which to me, I'm like, oh my God, amazing. So like job security, am I right? I was so wrong, but it's fine. The way that she spun it was like, this other guy that worked with us, like she was like, he started out as an account management manager, nice. Uh, and he wasn't great at it. So now he's doing what he does now, like in this role and, and he's great at it because he always loved doing that. So we made him that role. And it was just, and that was kind of a, a theme with like a bunch of different people there. Like this one girl worked like 17 different jobs, which again, red flag, but I didn't think so at the time. I was just like, Oh, it's just cause she's good at doing these different things that like, that's why she does it. And that's how it was like presented to me. Um, so as much as this meeting was terrifying and condescending, um, like she also told me that at the end of every meeting, I should then go and email the supervisor that I met with and clarify with them the exact tasks that they wanted me to do. Um, because apparently I was doing things wrong, which is so like, am I six? And also what have I done wrong? She provided no examples of anything. So that was like, And I I just know that the women who trained me, if I did something wrong, that they would have said something because obviously they would want me to not do it wrong in the future. So it was just kind of like super aggressive and super unnecessary. And I hated the whole thing. Right. Um, And after that conversation where I'm like, okay, so this is a job I haven't been loving. Right. I haven't been trained well enough in it. Um, I don't know what I'm doing and I hate it basically. Then I'm having this weird um, mix because now I'm finding out, oh, also my boss thinks I'm not great at this. So to couple those two things together, I was just like, yeah, I don't love this for myself. I started looking for other jobs, but that was really hard because again, the job market wasn't great and it was hard to find jobs that 
I don't know. It was just like, again, I thought I'd be able to like work this job for like six months and then at least have like six months of experience and be able to do something with that. But I'd only work for them for a month. So like that didn't really make sense. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm still pushing through this. Um, and like hating my life. Like I cannot stress how anxious I was every single day. I like can't even go into specifics because it was just like too much. But my boss was just so full of herself. She would talk about herself in every single morning meeting we had. Um, and she just was all about promoting herself. Like, okay, here's, here's a good one. This, so she, I guess would do these like speaking engagements where she would go to like different conferences and people like would pay her to speak because she was like really like, I I don't know. She was a female entrepreneur. So she was like the ultimate girl boss, right? In the worst way of the word, like in the most facetious way of the word. Right. And, um, so I guess there'd been a few conferences that she spoke at like every single year without fail. And she found out that she didn't, they didn't want her to speak at this, at this like virtual conference that she thought she was like, obviously going to speak at. And she brought it up in a morning meeting. And she's like, I found out I didn't get chosen for the blah, blah, blah conference. And we're all just like standing, like, we're all like, Oh, like I, I obviously have no fucking clue what she's talking about. And two of the other girls were also like new. So they're like, what? Like, we don't know what you're saying. And then one of the other women who was like her right hand man, she was like, Oh really? Like, that's so weird. And she was like, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, like AKA me and the other new people, for those of you who don't know, when I used to do speaking engagements, the room would be packed. People would be standing. It would be standing room only. People loved hearing me speak. Like, I'm like, are are you, are you well? Are you okay in the head? Like, I'm scared of you. And also, I think that this provides a lot of background. Um, So I got hired in May. Obviously, I started working the very first week in May. There was three Geminis that worked at this company out of eight people. What? And obviously, my boss was a Gemini. Um, So yeah, that was just like, that was the icing on the cake for me. I'm like finding out I hate this company. And then it's like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday this week. Oh, it's so-and-so's birthday this week. And I'm like, how many fucking Geminis work at this company? Um, I'm a Taurus for anyone who's uh, intrigued. And I, me and air signs, we're not great together. Um, But like I like them as people, but I was like, oh my God, three of them at one tiny company. This is insane. So anyways, I digress from the astrology side of things. Um, yeah, my boss was like textbook narcissist, basically every single like bad behavior that a narcissist can do. She did. Um, she was like just so negative. It was so bad. And so in my last, uh, two weeks of working there, cause I worked the first two weeks of July, Um, there was like a few weird things going on that were kind of like suspicious to me, but I guess I didn't really pick up on it. And at this point, like I was looking at other jobs because like I said, it was just like really bad for my mental health, obviously. And I'm like not going into super specifics, but, um, it's just not a great feeling to like wake up every morning (laughs) and be like nauseous to go on your morning meeting. Cause you don't know if there's going to be something that you were supposed to do that no one told you about. Uh, that's just like, and for someone with really bad anxiety that was just like so 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 bad for me and it's bad for anyone obviously uh it's just like a very unfair dynamic and the just the overall like concept of like having the only like the only real boss at my company had no checks and balances she had um our HR person you might remember me saying that I interviewed with was this woman's mother so um I couldn't like go to her mom and, and complain. So that was just weird. There was literally no checks and balances. She just did whatever she wanted and no one said anything. Um, and she was just really shitty and very rude and condescending and expected everyone to do things like as soon as she needed them done, like regardless of what else they were doing. Um, and it was just like a really bad environment, but the last two weeks I worked there, I had gotten taken off of a client that I was supposed to eventually take over. I hadn't even started working on this client and it was given to this other girl who had started a couple weeks before me. And, um, that was like weird to me. Cause I'm like, wait, that's so weird. Like I know that that was supposed to be my client, but I didn't really think anything of it because this girl who had started before me was literally 30 years old and she had worked as an account manager for six years before she got this job. So she was obviously so good at this job, like amazing right out, right out the gate. She was like, great. She was very quickly becoming my boss's favorite. Like she got shit done. She was very type a, like very, 
um, administrative, which is what this job was. It had nothing to do with social media. It had nothing to do with anything. Like all I was doing was like very, very like basic behind the scenes work. I learned nothing about marketing. Like I cannot stress this enough. I was working at a marketing agency, learned nothing about marketing. Um, because everything I did was like super administrative, which I hate. Like, that's not what I signed up for. Like I like marketing because it's creative and that is not what this job was at all. So, um, I got taken off that client, which I didn't think was a big deal. Cause it's not like I had been working on it and then I got taken off of it. Like that would have been more concerning, but, um, I just thought they were giving it to this girl. Cause like she was already like a literal superstar at account managing. And so I'm like, she's probably just ready to take on a new client and they'll just give it that to her. It made sense. Um, and then like a few more things started happening. I don't like, I'm trying to, it's like I blocked so much of it out. Oh, like one thing after I had my four week check-in, I was supposed to have an eight week check-in. So that would have been at like the end of June with my boss, um, again. And I was like dreading that. And then she never scheduled it, which made me like, kind of like, I was like, Hmm, that's weird. Um, obviously I never brought it to her attention because I was terrified. I didn't want to, I did not want to have that conversation, but whatever. So I, I always kind of thought that was weird. I was like, oh, so she doesn't want to follow up. And also that was supposed to be this follow-up conversation where she was going to be like, oh, hey, so you maybe account management isn't right. Like, what are the things you were liking? Like she had kind of set that up in our four-week check-in that that's what the eight-week check-in would be about. And obviously that never happened. So I was like, okay, that's like kind of suspicious. Um, and then also after there was a 60 day waiting period to get health insurance for this job. So at the end of June, I should have, should have been when I was officially eligible for their health insurance and no one ever brought it up to me. Um, and I never brought it up to them because I wasn't planning on joining their health insurance anyways. I, on my mom still, cause I'm 23 and hers is really good. And, um, I was planning on quitting this job after I got a new one anyways. So it didn't really make sense to like switch insurance and then, you know, get a new job a few weeks later. So, um, I wasn't going to do that anyways, but it was like really weird and unprofessional and sketchy that no one brought it up to me as soon as I was eligible. Cause you would think that since that's like one of the only benefits that they, <laughs> that they offered, I literally didn't have any sick days. So you would think that if I don't have any sick days that they would really want to get me on that health insurance. So I wouldn't be sick. I don't know. <laughs> I hated them anyways. So I, um, that was like a weird thing that happened to basically what I'm getting at is like in hindsight, I think me being let go was heavily orchestrated probably a month before I was even let go, which is just like really sad that I was like blindly doing all this like good work for them and really trying to like learn everything and learn the ropes and, and, um, come into my own as an account manager. As much as I didn't like it, I was trying very hard. Um, and, just like knowing that behind the scenes they were like ha 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 like we're hiring someone else and we're gonna let you go like that just ugh, I hate that it's skeevy to me but so it was um a Monday it was Monday July 12th if you want to be really specific um and I had been working that morning like normal we had our daily morning meeting it was fine um and then I was like doing some work that morning totally normal. And I noticed I had a meeting scheduled at one o'clock and it wasn't with the boss. It was with the lady who trained me. This is also, we're getting to the good part. We're getting to the good part. Just in case you accidentally skipped ahead the whole episode, like this is the good part. So, um, like don't turn it off. (laughs) Don't turn it off now. I see that I have a meeting on my, um, calendar for that afternoon at one. And it was with, it was just with the lady who trained me. So that wasn't really like scary to me because I was like, Oh, I have meetings with this lady every single day so she can like show me something or tell me something or get my input on something. So I kind of was like, okay, like whatever, it's, it's fine. But it was just called check-in. And I was like, that's a little sketchy. Cause she was, she was very, very meticulous, very, very type A. She would always like title our meeting, something like super specific, like whatever she was teaching me about, she'd be like training on blah, 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 like for this client or whatever. So I was like, "Mm, that's kind of vague. Like, I wonder what that's about, but I had been taking on a lot more responsibility for a few clients. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just to like, see that. And I had actually asked her about it because the other thing that was weird to me was that I would always, whenever she would just put something on my calendar, she would also like email me about or message me before about it on Slack because she would want to like make sure that I saw that she scheduled it. Cause I like didn't get a notification otherwise. So I thought it was really weird that she didn't Slack me and be like, Hey, are you free at one? Or like, can you meet at one? And, or like even just tell me that it was there. So I, um, 
I was doing something for work and I like needed her help on it because it like wasn't working properly. And so I messaged her and I was like, Hey, um, I like can't figure this out. Like I'm having some trouble with it. Do you think we can go over it in our one o'clock meeting? This is my way of like trying to be sneaky. And she was like, she was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like we can talk about it this afternoon. And I was like, okay, great. And then I was like, Oh, also just like, what's that meeting for? Like, what are we going over in that? And she was like, Oh, it's just like a check-in on expectations, et cetera. And I was like, okay, which obviously is like you're pooping your pants, obviously. But I also was kind of like, maybe this isn't so terrible. Cause like, like I said, I'd been taking on a lot of, um, more responsibility with like one of our really big clients. So I was kind of just thinking this is her way of gauging where I'm at with that. If I want more responsibility, like that, cause this has been, an, it had been an ongoing conversation when you're going from like training to taking over. It just made sense to me. So I was trying to put myself in that headspace of like, no, this is just about more responsibility, like nothing else. And I've been doing really well. Like I, because when you're getting more responsibility, obviously you're in the headspace of, okay, clearly I'm doing something right because they're giving me more responsibility. So, uh, I get onto this meeting <laughs> and this is like, it's funny. Cause I took this meeting in my room because my mom was home and my brother was home. So that was like the only place I could go that was quiet and I could shut the door. But Um, I took this meeting in my room because whenever I had a meeting with this one specific lady who I was meeting with, um, she would always have her camera off. So I would have my camera off. So I knew that like, it wouldn't be weird if I was sitting in my bedroom that has all these like paintings of flowers behind me and looks like a a kindergartner's bedroom. Um, I was like, oh great. I won't even have to have my camera on. I can just sit on my bed and take the meeting. And as soon as I joined the meeting, I see that her and the boss are on this call, which I'm flabbergasted I'm like oh shit as soon as I see my boss's face I'm like no and I could see both of their faces before like I act officially entered the meeting so I see them I'm sitting in my bed but I don't have time to like move anywhere because my mom's at the desk downstairs it was just like so stressful in that moment I was like oh this looks so bad like I look very unprofessional right now but whatever so I joined the meeting (laughs) I joined the meeting and um I'm like literally peeing like my face is beat red I'm so scared I'm like am I gonna get yelled at what's gonna happen I joined the meeting and obviously they're both there so they like know that I'm already wicked caught off guard because why is the boss here what is going on and so I'm like hi and they're like hi Maddie how are you I'm like I'm good how are you and this by the way my boss wasn't even the one talking at this point. It was just the lady who trained me, which I will say made sense. Like she was kind of my direct supervisor, I guess you could say, even though that role didn't like officially exist. Like she was the one I would ask questions to and who trained me most of the time. So I am talking to her basically. And my boss is just kind of sitting there muted, like not saying anything, which I just think is like, Oh, you're such a snake. You made someone else do this for you. Um, so the lady who trains me is like, uh, we're good. We're good. Um, we actually have some bad news for you today. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, so we have actually, we've gone over some things this weekend, which is such bullshit. I'm like, you bitches have been planning this for a month. There's no way you just went over some things this weekend. We went over some things this weekend and, uh, we are actually going to have to let you go. Uh, so today will be your last day. Keep in mind, it's a Monday at one o'clock. I'm like, couldn't we have done this shit on Friday? Like, why did you wait till Monday to tell me this? Like, you let me go through the whole weekend thinking I was employed? Great, great, great. So um, they basically go on to tell me that they should have hired someone with more experience, which is so shocking. What? You should? Yeah, no shit you should have. You didn't train me at all. uh, And you expected me to be amazing right within the first month. And I mean, to get logistical, not a word, um, about this, basically what happened is that they, and they didn't tell me this, this is complete speculation, but it's absolutely true in my eyes. Um, they weren't paying me a super high salary, obviously like they were a small company and I think they were just cheap as well. So I think that they were looking for people with no experience specifically, um, just so they could hire them for really cheap. Because obviously if I had had five, 10 years of experience, I would not have worked for that. What? Um, so they wanted someone with no experience so they could pay them really shitty and then train them a little bit and just kind of like hope it's stuck. And then they would be just like overworking people and underpaying them. And that just seems very on brand for my boss, to be honest. Um, 
And I think they just got to a point where they were like, okay, this isn't clicking with her. Uh, and I was very, very much like set up to fail. Like for sure. No one really trained me well. It was just a very shitty situation. Uh, no one gave me the tools to do the right thing, you know? So I'm sitting on the zoom call and I'm like, okay. And they're like, so do you have any questions? And I'm like, "Mm, besides what the actual fuck are you doing? No, no, I don't have any questions. Like it was just the most uncomfortable situation ever. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we really should have hired probably a senior level account manager, not a junior level account manager. Just, and we just think that if, if we had kept you on, then you probably would have felt really overwhelmed. So then they tried to, you know, paint the picture, like they're doing me a favor, all this stuff. So I start tearing up, which I fucking hate. I'm like, I do not want this woman to see me cry. But like she kind of did, unfortunately. Um, And yeah, it was just really upsetting and really traumatizing. And then the whole Zoom call lasted for two minutes. And then I hung up and it's like crazy. At one o'clock, I had a job. At one o two, I didn't. I was like, well, this is great. So I went downstairs. I told my mom everything I'm like sobbing at this point because I'm like I'm a failure which I'm still working through but it's fine I tell my mom and my mom's like okay well I mean they're shitty they were really bad bosses they didn't like telling me all of like you know the normal sane logical things and I'm like yeah yeah, it's terrible you know how I am um so then I went back upstairs and I like opened up my computer and I had already been kicked out of everything which I'm told is normal for companies that you like are dealing with clients because I could have you know done something shady but in like illegal but I obviously wasn't going to do that uh so she just like excommunicated me right away (laughs) so I couldn't even like message the very few people at the company that I like to be like hey girl I'm leaving Um, and it just like, didn't sit well with me. It like freaked me out that during the morning meeting, they knew damn well that they were going to like, let me go. And they just had me go around and be like, so do you have any questions, Maddie? (laughs) How about, are you going to have a job by this afternoon? Like, uh, I just hate it. I hate the whole thing. It was just so sneaky to me and, um, it was not a fun experience, but here I am. I live to tell the tale. Um, I'm right back to being unemployed and consequently having a little bit of an existential crisis because I'm like, what am I even doing with my life? What do I want to do with my life? Um, (laughs) The usual, right? So that's kind of where I'm at. That is my very long-winded way of telling you that I got let go recently. Um, And I think, I think, like I said, I think I accidentally manifested this because I hated this job and I did not want to be working this job. So I think the universe was like, okay, look at now you don't have that job. Ha ha. Uh, which very funny universe, but that's not what I meant. And you know it. Um, so yeah, now I'm just here. Uh, if you have been in any experience similar to mine where you've had a really shitty boss or you felt really anxious going to work or anything like that, I feel for you. I feel, I really do. It's terrible to be in that kind of situation. Or if you're unemployed right now and, uh, you feel like the world's falling apart, uh, I'm right there with you. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of everything that I wanted to say on that. Um, but yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this story. I hope this gave you a little sense of, well, hey, at least I'm not going through that right now. Again, though, if you can relate to this, I'm really sorry, but we're in the same boat, so it's totally fine. Um, all right. As always, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod. Follow me on TikTok, Matt underscore Mitch. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me wherever you want, just not in real life because I will get a restraining order. Um, all right. On that note, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Um, and I will see you next time. Bye.